Hello everyone, thanks so much for joining me today. My name is Miss China from Especially Sped Instagram account and I am so excited to have you tuning in with me. I am here to share the very real challenges and successes that we as teachers experience in the educational setting and I can't wait for you to be a part of it with me. Here you will find a safe place and a positive support system that will help you survive as a teacher. Please know we are a team, I believe in you, and above all, I am so excited you are here. Hello, hello, welcome back everyone, Miss China here. I'm so excited to have you back again and joining me for episode five. It has been a while since I've done a podcast, you know, school is back in session, we are back in person, and the reality of it is it's been busy, you know? This is a different year for all of us. Some of us are doing distance learning. Some of us are doing like a hybrid model where we're doing distance learning and then in person a few days, kind of splitting the classrooms. And then some are back full time with a few kiddos distance learning. My school um, is all back in session. We obviously have the option for students to do distance learning. And so some of my kiddos are also distance learning. Um, so it's just kind of been a new year, a new a new type of setting, a new thing to figure out. And so for all of us, I'm sure things have been a lot more exhausting. But I wanted to hop on to this podcast and just kind of talk real briefly about not joining the pity party train. I guess this year out of all years is very different. There are so many things going on and it is a challenging year. You know, I can honestly say I am more tired every day. I get home after school and sometimes I just want to lay down and take a nap. And sometimes, quite honestly, I do. Um, and that's okay. But what you have to be careful with is if you want to survive this year, because let's be honest, it is only September and we have a lot of the year left. If you want to be able to survive this year, your mindset has to shift from that pity party train. I noticed when so many teachers went back the very first you know, week or week or two of school, there was a lot of negativity, a lot of stressors, a lot of unknowns, so many questions. And I understand where that's coming from and I know how frustrating it is. But no matter how many questions we have, no matter how frustrated we are, there are going to be tons of unknowns this year. That is just the nature of what's going on in the year 2020. It is a chaotic year, you know, and so with COVID and not having had something like this before in our nation and in our world, there isn't exactly an answer for it. And so while we'd like to be able to plan, you know, we're teachers, we like to plan as much in advance as we can along with being flexible. This is going to be a year that we just have to be more flexible than not. And so I was just kind of reflecting about what I'm noticing from the shift of, shift of the very beginning of the year to now, because now we're about a month in, you know, we've already been past the first couple of weeks. We're starting to get into the swing of things. And I want to say that I think this is honestly the best year I've had so far as far as beginning of the years. I think everything is more organized. I think we have even more routines in place. And I think, honestly, it's really helping kiddos at school. In our lunchroom, here's an example. In our lunchroom, we actually have spots marked out with tape about where kids can sit. And so rather than having 20 kids at a table, we can only have 
six on each side. And so uh, that really limits how many students are at a table. Um, it really limits, honestly, the chaos of the lunchroom. We spread out our lunch times um, for longer periods of time. So rather than having everybody eat lunch within like an hour and a half, we have them eat lunch over two hours. And so it's really helped with the chaos of the lunchroom. And there's so many other examples along with that, you know, I was so worried about kids wearing masks, and I've said this time and time again on Instagram, but I think kids are better at wearing masks than I am. Sometimes I notice myself going to touch my mask, and I think, oh, a kid would definitely notice that, so I can't do that because I need to be a role model. So the fact of the matter is, is kids are so resilient, and they are doing awesome at being back in school, and I'm so impressed. We've been using our COVID sanitization labels, so it just lets kids know what desks are clean, what chairs are clean, what tables are clean, which ones are dirty, which ones can't be sat out, which ones they might need to sanitize. And they've also been doing really good at that. So I am just so impressed with how great the beginning of the school year is. But what I'm noticing is, is as we start to roll out the year and, you know, flu season's going to be coming up and we're starting to have the discussion of, are we going to be in school the entire year or are we going to have to quarantine what is quarantining going to look like what is distance learning going to look like there's a lot of frustration there's a lot of questions and I feel like we do we've been doing a lot of work um and we are almost doing the work just to have it done not with the intent that we'll actually be able to use it because this is an ever-changing year and we know that even though we might have a plan in place three hours from now that plan could very well change and so um what i'm noticing is with all of these unknowns there's a lot of frustration there's a lot of desire to to know the answer and there just isn't going to be an answer and so i keep telling myself and i just i want to encourage you to do the same that no matter how badly we want to know what's going on we have to be flexible Being stressed about not knowing what's going to happen in two weeks or three weeks or four weeks is only going to take away from what we're doing right now. And it does not pay to put that stress on us when we have no idea what to expect in the future. And so we, it's a different year. I know it's, it's different from how we might normally think. I know that we kind of really have to force ourselves to push past, you know, that wanting to plan, that wanting to know what's going to happen. And we just have to accept that if we want to survive this year, we just have to be flexible. The other thing that I think is really important is not to go down the pity party train. (laughs) It is so important. So I've been getting a lot of messages on Instagram asking for advice on a bunch of different things where people are feeling utterly exhausted. People don't know what to do. People are getting burnt out. And this is my only advice on all of this. I I post a lot on Instagram. I'm usually pretty peppy. I'm usually pretty positive. And naturally as a person, I'll be honest, I am quite a positive person. Does that mean that I've never been through anything? No, I have been through a lot of different things in my life. Um, but I like to look at things as opportunities. So have I been through tough things? Are what we all going through right now, is that a tough thing? Yes, it is. But how are we going to get an opportunity out of it instead of letting it throw off our entire life? You know, if we look at this thing, what's going on this year as this terrible, terrible scenario, this year that isn't going to be the same as all other years, the year that is just not what we want it to be, 
our entire year is going to be shot. The fact of the matter is, is we get to go to school every day or we at least get to teach online. We are still working with kiddos. Is it different? Yes. Do you think kids are upset that it's different? Probably. Do you think parents are? Probably. Everybody's experiencing the same emotions, the same feelings. And if you let yourself be upset about that, if you let that affect your mindset and what you're thinking about your career, it's going to be a really long year. I am a special ed teacher. I am a K-5 special ed teacher that works primarily with behaviors. I have kids that are self-contained in my classroom. I have kids that are on leveling systems. I have kids that come down for calm down breaks all throughout the day. I have kids that are on all alternative curriculum. So I have a lot of prepping to do. I have six kids on alternative curriculum, which is okay. I'm not complaining about it to me. If I said, oh my gosh, you know, I have six kids on alternative curriculum. I have to prep six different grade levels for kids on all alternative curriculum. That is so much work. Oh my goodness. I have all of my kids on behavior plans. That means I have to write behavior plans for all of my kids. My life is terrible. I I honestly have a lot of work to do. I supervise 12 paras, 13 paras, 14 paras. It just depends on how many kids I get throughout the year. And that's, that's a lot in itself. And if I sat here and I said, oh my goodness, I have so much to do. I have all this stuff to do. I'm never going to get it done. I have to supervise all these paras. I have to plan all this stuff. My, my job honestly, for lack of a better word, would suck. I would hate my job because that was all I was focusing on is the negative. Are all of those things true? 100%. But I don't choose to look at it that way. Yeah. Do I have a lot of kids on alternative curriculum? curriculum? Yeah. But I set aside time where I prep all of their stuff about every month, month and a half, and then I'm done with it. It's okay. I get through it. Those kids are still learning. I'm lucky that I have paras that can work with them to help um, support them through that alternative curriculum in their classroom and so that they don't have to be um, in like a resource room just to get that instruction. I am so lucky in that regard. Do I have to supervise 13 paras? Yes, but I am so happy that I have that support from them to help support my kiddos because quite honestly, I couldn't do what I do without the support of these paras every single day. There's always something positive to find. And I just, I don't want you to think that you're alone in this world. If you are a special ed teacher, I hear you. I see you. I understand what you're going through. I I get all of the work. I get what it's like not to have prep time. I totally understand what it's like not to have lunch time. With that being said, I also understand how frustrating it is when you'll skip prep multiple weeks in a row, maybe not even getting lunch, And then you'll have another teacher say, oh, I missed five minutes of my prep time because one of your kiddos refused to leave my room. Yeah, is that frustrating? 100%. But if I let that one person and their frustrations determine how I continued on throughout my day, I would be so frustrated and so irritated. And so even though some other teachers not having been a special educator don't understand what it's like, I know at the end of the day, that's not my problem. You have to think of this. So as a special educator, we see a lot more of what's going on in the school. So, you know, we could argue to say, and I heard this from one of my professors when I was in my grad program, you could argue to say that we see the whole apple pie. As a gen ed teacher, 
or a specials teacher or whatever other kind of teacher you might be, a lot of times they only see one slice of the pie. They only see what's happening in their classroom. And so when they're frustrated about one student being stuck in their classroom, when they're frustrated about something else going on in their classroom, you have to think that that one student might not seem like a huge thing to us, but in their world, in their slice of that pie, that's really important because that's kind of all they see in the school day. Whereas for us as special educators or sometimes admin or other teachers that work with multiple grade levels, we see a lot more of that pie. And so um, I think our perception of how things go is a little bit different. And so in the scheme of things, and my point with all of this is it's, it's going to be a tough year. There's going to be people that will never understand all of the work that you do to support your students. And at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that you know how you're supporting your students, that your students and their parents, guardians know how you're supporting your students, and that you know in your heart you're doing what's right for kids. That's all that matters. Are teachers going to think you're not always doing what you're supposed to be? Yes. Are you going to miss prep and different things like that? Probably. Is this year going to be chaotic? Yeah, but at the end of the day, you got to shift your mindset. You got to look for the positive in things because we have an awesome job. We get to work with kids every single day. We get to be there on the tough days. We get to be there on the not so tough days, the days that are really something to celebrate for those kids. And if that isn't something special, I don't know what is. So, We're going into the second month of school here, coming up very, very soon. I encourage you to shift your mindset. Look for the positive. Celebrate the little things. Don't stress about the things you cannot control. Don't stress about what other teachers might be thinking. Don't stress about the plans that you can't have in place. Don't stress about the fact that you miss prep because of a behavior. Stress about the things that you can control because it will help you in the long run. And remember, I tell everybody this that I talk to, you will always have a super long to-do list and your to-do list will never be done. And that's okay. Don't stress about not having your to-do list done. Your to-do list can wait. It can wait till the next day. Get some time to yourself when you get home. Go for a walk. Relax. Watch Netflix. Read a book. Bake banana muffins like I did yesterday. Whatever it takes. You do you. Take care of you. Thanks so much for listening. I just, this was something that's been kind of boiling up in my head that I've been thinking about. I didn't really have a podcast idea specifically that I wanted to talk about. Um, But it, it was just something I wanted to share with you guys. Something that I want you to consider. Something that I want you to actively think about. Because I don't want every great teacher in the world to burn out after this year, after this hard and challenging year. Our mindset is going to be what makes or breaks us this year. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on www.especiallysped.com. You can find me on any social media with the username Especially Sped. You can like, comment on this podcast and tune in for more because I should be having another podcast come out in the next two weeks. And exciting news, my podcast with Brian Mendler will be up Monday, let me think of the date, September 28th. And so if you are listening to this and you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you head over to Brian Mendler. You can find him on Apple Music pretty much anywhere and listen to our latest podcast. It's going to be a great one. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. I will be back soon.